Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I don't know how else to kind of describe the last two and a half hours for Laker fans out there. Uh, Lakers survive. They get past the Golden State Warriors 103 to 100. We now know the Lakers officially are the number seven seed in the Western Conference. And we know they're going to play this upcoming Sunday at 1230 in Phoenix against the Suns. Uh, unbelievable. I, I, I honestly have no other way to describe it. Um, I know Laker fans can understand this. And by the way, let me just throw out the number, and I know we're going to have a ton of Laker fans that want to react. 877-710-ESPN, and we'll talk about this game. Every topic that you can possibly think of, what a range of emotions. I mean, first half, I don't know about you guys, but uh, uh, very frustrating. Right, first half, you're asking yourself so many different questions. What's this Lakers team doing? How did they come out and they're not prepared for this? How come they're not? The Warriors are are out fighting the Lakers. You know, there was certainly frustration in that first 24 minutes. Then Lakers come out in the third quarter. Michael Thompson, he mentioned it. Um, if in the first six minutes they can cut the lead down to six, cut it in half, and they were down by 12 when we got to, uh, or they're down by 13 at halftime. And that's exactly what they did. But then it was kind of still a seesaw battle. We went back and forth. Um, Lake fans, got like, to be honest here. I did not see this coming at all. For the last three, four days, all I've been talking about is I don't think this game's going to live up to the hype. I just It's not going to live up. The On paper, it looks good. The fact that Steph Curry is there, the fact that it's LeBron and Draymond and Anthony Davis. All, I, I get that portion. I get that there's an, a lot of appeal to this game, but the Lakers are just too good for the Warriors to hang. It didn't just live up to the hype. It surpassed the hype. Um, a three-point game. It took LeBron James on a uh, shot clock running down, pass from KCP to hit a 37-footer to send the Lakers to the playoffs because that's really what this game just did. That's the play-in tournament. This wasn't a playoff game. This sent the Lakers to the playoffs. This gives the Lakers an actual number seven seed. Uh, this is not what I thought by any stretch of the imagination um, and there's a lot of factors in this game. You know, there's I think there's things you walk away from. I'm looking on Twitter. There's a lot of relief, and then you kind of think big picture. Like, man, is is this team good? Is LeBron healthy? Uh, there's a lot of things I think we can walk away from this. Quick shout out here. Thanks to Coors Seltzer, you can now stream this show on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook Live. We appreciate everybody that's obviously uh, on all our social platforms. Core Seltzer, Rocky Mountain Refreshment, now in a hard seltzer. And check this out. Every 12-pack purchased refreshes our rivers with 500 gallons of water. Now that's refreshing. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, brewed in Fort Worth, Texas. Details at CoorsSeltzer.com. Um, I'm going to get into LeBron in just a second, which I should get into LeBron you know, right out the gate. But let me, let me just save it for a second. Uh, Alex Caruso. Such a key piece in this win tonight over the Golden State Warriors. A lot of times we talk about Caruso and, you know, maybe we forget how important he is. He missed a few games. Maybe we forget how important he is and how important he was in that championship run last season. The dude will do anything it takes to win. Whatever you need him to do, he's going to do it. And He's the type of player you got to have players like that to win championships. And we saw it last season. But Caruso, um, whatever it takes, he's going to do it. Now, tonight, kind of maybe a little bit more of a surprise. Offensively, he was 6-12, 14 points, played 30 minutes. 
you couldn't really take him out of the game. Every time he took him out of the game, it's funny, you know, listening to John and Michael, there were conversations of, uh, we got to get him back in, got to get him back in, almost as if he's LeBron or AD. That's how important he was. Wesley Matthews coming in off the bench for the Lakers. His stat line's not going to jump out at you, but the Lakers went small more predominantly in that second half. Andre Drummond was on the bench more in that second half. And when they went small, you saw a lot of Wesley Matthews. Wesley Matthews plus 17 in the plus minus. So as I get through, and I thought KCP had a solid game as well. He had three steals for the Lakers, 10 points. Only took five shots, three of five, hit two threes. So as I kind of describe some of the other players for the Lakers, now I'll get into LeBron James. Laker fans, we have been so spoiled, so spoiled with unbelievable players to represent this franchise and to wear the purple and gold. Think about it. Think about all the greats. Kobe, Magic, Kareem, James Worthy, uh, Wilt Chamberlain, Jerry West. Go down the list of all the greats that have rocked the purple and gold. Shaq, Pau Gasol. Uh, It's an unbelievable list. LeBron James... I don't know what you guys saw out there, but what I saw did not look 100% at all, at all. And I, you know, I was tweeting out during the game talking about how it's going to have to be Anthony Davis. AD's going to have to take over this game. He's going to have to. If it's not Anthony Davis, I don't know if LeBron's going to be able to take it over. And then something just happened in that second half. There was a stretch. LeBron came in towards the end of the third quarter. Everything just changed. Passes on the money. Setting up guys the way he needs to. Gets to the basket if he needs to get to uh, get to the basket and get the Lakers a bucket. He literally was doing everything. And then with the game on the line, tied at 100, easily the game could go either way to the uh, either the Lakers or the Golden State Warriors. LeBron hits just an unbelievable 37-footer with the shot clock running down. LeBron did to Steph Curry what Steph Curry has done to every other player in the NBA this year. And puts the Lakers up three, and nobody else scores 103-100, the final score. Just unbelievable watching him play. I say this during the season. I know I probably say it. Maybe we don't say it enough. Appreciate what you're watching with LeBron. Just appreciate him. Um, Who knows how long he's going to be able to be this caliber player. He ends up with 22 points, 10 assists, 11 rebounds in 35 minutes. We know how, how often LeBron has been out of these games I was telling Michael, you know, we, we were having that conversation about him being in the game against the Pelicans towards the end of the fourth quarter. I'm like, Michael, I think he just needs to get some run. That's why he was in the game. Missed 20 games, came back for two. Missed six games, tried to come back for two more just to kind of put the put himself in this position where he can go tonight for uh, uh, for the Lakers against the Warriors. Um, I'm going to focus just on this game, but what an unbelievable performance by LeBron. Clutch big-time moments for LBJ, and it was also nice to see Anthony Davis eventually get into some type of rhythm. AD ended up with 25 points and 12 rebounds, did have two steals and uh, and a block, um, not the type of game Anthony Davis, just 10 to 24 from the field, did play 42 minutes, not you know an ideal game for Anthony Davis, but he did come towards the end of that game, things kind of started turning around, especially in that second half for Anthony Davis. For Steph Curry, um, Golden State Warriors obviously still have another chance coming up on Friday. 37 points, 12 of 23 from the field, 6 of 9 from the three-point line. Hit incredible shots over players just all over him and still found ways 
uh, still found ways to hit some of those shots. So Warriors are not out. They're going to be fighting for the eighth seed for the Lakers. They lock in the number seven. All right, Laker fans, when we come back, I want to take your phone calls. 877-710-ESPN, 103-100, Lakers over the Golden State Warriors. They got a game coming up, round one of the playoffs in Phoenix against Chris Paul and Devin Booker coming up this Sunday, 12.30 tip-off. Your call's coming up next. Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Here's Caruso. Two seconds left. One second left. Caruso stole it. LeBron says, take it yourself, kid. They get into the front court. Caruso to LeBron. LeBron at the right elbow. Make a score here. Curl have to take a timeout. LeBron one-on-one against Juan Toscano. Between his legs, two, three, four times. LeBron to the rim. Up and in. Timeout, Warriors. Lakers with their biggest lead. Los Angeles, 83. Golden State, 79. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need. At the best price, visit savewithadrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance, more options. No contracts, just savings. 103-100, Lakers over the Golden State Warriors. Um, I want to get right into the phone calls. I know we got a ton of Laker fans that want to react to this game. So 877-710-ESPN. I'll also read off some tweets um, and uh, some social posts that we have. So feel free to hit me up on Twitter, at Alan Sliwa. Let's, uh, let's, start off with, let's start off with Juan in Mid-City. Juan, thank you for calling in, bud. What's going on? Sliwa! Man. One, what just man. what just happened? Are you as excited as I am right now? I think I'm. I th- I have. I think I went through fourteen different emotions. I don't think you are, man. I think you're. I think you're a little too passive, bro. I think you're just as passive as you were when Kuzma went two for eleven against the Portland Trailblazers and forced us into this playoff game, and you were like, just kind of brushing it off. Well, you're no, no let, let, win, let, let me let me say you're let me say someone. Let me just get a, get a second here. Let me get a second here. Uh, I'm surprised, if, if that's what you're asking me, am I surprised that the Lakers had this close of a game on the Warriors? I, I definitely am. I didn't think it was going to be this close. But keep going with your point, Juan. Keep hey, going with your Curry point. Curry is a champion. Why are you diminishing the fact that Curry is a straight-up, cold, stone-cold, cold-blooded champion, bro? You're ignoring the fact that that dude is ice cold. The Lakers had to come out and put it down. In the first half, he had, what, nine points? And then he came out in the second half and put them on ice, too? And we had to go ahead and, and perform as the Lakers, as a heavyweight. You need to quit diminishing when Kuzma doesn't do well, and you need to quit diminishing. Juan, that's not Lakers diminishing. It's being, it's being honest that I thought the Lakers would, uh, would have a, uh, a bigger game against the Warriors. That, that's what it is. Did you hear the pregame show with me and Michael? Michael thought the same thing. We thought it'd be a bigger win for the Lakers. It doesn't matter, by the way. It's all irrelevant. A win is a win. You got the W, and you walk away. You go play on Sunday against the Phoenix Suns. That's diminishing it. Stop diminishing it. That's not diminishing. Appreciate you calling in. That that's not diminishing it. Diminishing is if the Lakers win and we're not excited that the Lakers are moving on, or the Lakers get the W and we're not 
whether they win or they lose, that we don't properly critique them. I'm not going to just, if you think that uh, by winning or losing, I'm just going to hold a, a, a pom-pom, that's, that's not how it works. They won tonight. And I'm giving them credit. I'm giving actually LeBron more credit than anybody else because I don't know what happens in this game if LeBron doesn't do what he did in the second half. I don't know. Um, you know, you could you could call that diminishing. I wouldn't call that diminishing. I just think I was being real on it. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, Solomon and Lake Balboa. Solomon, what's going on? Hey, I'm good, Alan. A little exhausted. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> with you. I kind of feel the same way on this uh, after this game. Man, I, I got to tell you something, and you hit on it. Did we expect a dogfight? Did we expect that this is going to be, you know, decided in the last minute of the game? Did we expect the Lakers to be down 13 at halftime? They should have been up 13. I, I'm a little bit concerned, Alan, because if the Lakers struggle against a team like Golden State, and be hot, but, you know, your, your competition gets better as the playoffs progress. They got some problems, I think, don't they? They can't lollygag in the first half against better competition and expect to pull it out necessarily. So, you know, a good little test here for the Lakers tonight. I think it was a wake-up call for them. I don't think they expected this kind of dogfight. I certainly didn't. Yeah, I, And hats off to them for pulling it off. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that, Solman. Maybe it is kind of a wake-up. By the way, they woke up in the second half. First half was, you know, I think they got, they got punched in the face and they were kind of standing there like, what just happened? How are we down 13? Steph was in unbelievable shots, but it was really more the other players in the first half for the Golden State Warriors that helped them uh, get that 13-point lead. Um, you know, I, I said that I thought the Lakers would have to play an awful game. The Warriors would have to play a near-perfect game for this to be a game, and that almost happened. Literally identical to that, that almost happened, and it was obviously a close game. Uh, let's go to... Matt in Detroit. Matt, thank you for calling in, bud. You're on the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. Oh, what's up, Adam? Love the show. Thank um, you, why is the Lakers offense so bad? Like, all year, they don't have any sense of urgency bringing the ball up the court. They walk it up. It's like they're going to get the eight-second violation every time. They, they haven't figured out how to force the ball into AD. He's an impossible matchup for almost every single team in the NBA. He needs to get 30 to 35 shots, and this is not an exaggeration. Every single game, he's unguardable. And uh, I'm not talking about the little pick and roll they, they run at the top of the key. They need to put him on the block. He's, he's getting paid millions of dollars. Get on the block and get to work and dominate. You're one of the best bigs in the game. Matt, I don't know what, Matt I'm, what, and I'm, I'm not going to argue that. I'm not. And I will say this, and I appreciate you calling in, free throws. You know, there's times AD did take 24 shots. What I didn't like was four free throws. You know, there's no answer for Anthony Davis. There just isn't. Every time AD took a three, my thought process was that's a winning possession for the Warriors. Every time he took a three, um, if you're the Golden State Warriors, even if he hits it, you just live with it because AD is going to be his uh, at his best when he's down in the block, when he's forcing Draymond to get four fouls in the first half. You know, it's got to be something like that where they can't go to the bench and they don't have anybody because AD is just controlling the paint. Listen, Golden State had a good game plan. I think so. at times Lakers kind of fell into the trap of taking threes or whatever the case is, um, but they had a good game plan against Lakers. They kind of tried to muddy the water. That's how they thought they would beat the Lakers, and they almost did it. That that literally almost happened. As far as some, as for, 
as far uh, as the struggles on the offensive side for the Lakers. Nothing was smooth tonight. Nothing. Um, nothing was smooth tonight from the Lakers. And like I said, it was LeBron that saved them. Literally, it was LeBron that saved them tonight uh, in this game against the uh, the Golden State Warriors. If LeBron doesn't do what he did in the second half, the triple-double, the obviously that three-pointer that he hits, um, I, I don't know where the Lakers would have been. All right, take a listen to this real quick. Um, LeBron describing the mood at halftime uh, inside the locker room. You know, Duds and Smooth pretty much got on our ass at halftime. Um, smooth is uh, Keith Morris, if you don't know who Smooth is, but uh, they got on us and told us that, you know, you know, we got to pick it up, pick this shit up. Um, they brought the fight to our building and we got to bring it right back. And, you know, um, guys like that, you know, you know, speak, you listen. We took it to heart. We didn't take it personal. Uh, we just took it with us and uh, we improved our effort in the second half. Yeah, that's probably huge. I mean, think about that. Down 13 and you got some of these veterans who are not even getting in the game who are, um, you know, obviously – uh, trying to motivate the Lakers as best as they can. Let me uh, squeeze in another quick call. Let's go to uh, Jeremy and Mar Vista. Jeremy, thank you for calling in, bud. Yeah, hi. Good evening. Sorry if my voice is hoarse. Uh, it was my 40th birthday, and I was yelling the entire game. It was so exciting. <laughs> it very much felt like a, a game seven. Um, By the way, how about how about that, Jeremy? For a for a play playoffs playoffs haven't even started yet. That's just the playing game. We got. Uh, what what's going to happen here? Uh, a couple games into this Sun series, what what do you think of uh, what do you think of the game? You know, first of all, I'm just, you know, I'm lucky. It's my third game during COVID, and the first two games it was relatively empty. And this game, you know, I was sitting in a vaccinated section mm-hmm. next to all these strangers, which was a very off-putting experience at first. And then by the end of the game, high-fiving strangers, and it mm-hmm. felt almost normal again, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. Um, I thought for the team. You know, what a great way to practice that intense seven game, right? You don't want to play on Friday, right? This is, and, and worst case scenario, you do have a second chance at a game seven. So I thought that was very exciting. You know, I'd say five minutes left, the Lakers locked on defense. Um, it was exciting to watch them just shift into a different gear. Um, Dennis Schroeder's not doing himself any favors in terms of contract renegotiations or extensions with the way he played this evening. Um, really just, total lack of defensive ability. Um, uh, you know, I thought that, um, you know, Caruso. Let, 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 me, let me hit on the Schroeder part real quick, and I appreciate you calling in. Um, we're going to take more full calls when we come back, and I know I got a couple callers that want to talk about Dennis Schroeder specifically, so I'll, I'll get those when we come back. 877-710-ESPN. By the way, if you're just leaving Staples Center and you want to uh, uh, be a part of the show, feel free to give me your thoughts on this game, 103-100. Lakers over the Golden State Warriors. What does this mean? It means the Lakers are officially the number seven seed in the Western Conference, and it means they got the Phoenix Suns coming up game one this upcoming Sunday at uh, at twelve thirty. Uh, stay right here, Pizza Lakers post game show on seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct high quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956. Vista Paint. Lakers win the points in the paint battle 48 to 40. They win the game 103 to 100. Um, I don't know if every Laker fan feels the same way out there. I feel drained. Like that was such a roller coaster of emotions. Uh, but you came out with the W, and now you just get ready for the Phoenix Suns. Let me play a couple things here before I take more calls. Um, listen to Anthony Davis describing how the Lakers started the game. Uh, take a listen. We'll have to play that back. It's uh, cannot play it at the moment. So that the the start of the game was everything, right? Like, kind of just think about this for a second. The start of the game for the Lakers. The way they came out and they were down 13, that was that was definitely a shocker. That was kind of the surprise of the game so far. I mentioned this over the last couple of days. The only storyline that comes out of this game uh, tonight is if the game was close, but more predominantly if the Lakers lost the game. And you know, obviously the Lakers were almost in that position. Um, this this seems like a very interesting three days upcoming for the Lakers, right? Where you get three days of rest. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, specifically LeBron, that gets these three days of rest. This is one of the main reasons why nobody wanted to see the Lakers play again on Friday. Um, Aside from the fact that you thought Phoenix would be a better matchup than the Utah Jazz in round one, aside from the the thought that you thought the Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers would be a potential round two matchup rather than what would probably be the Clippers, um, aside from the route that you would you know you would get if you're the number seven seed, I think put all that to the side. The rest was going to also be key for the Lakers. Yes, I got a chance to listen to Anthony Davis. AD was talking to the media and he said that you know we're treating this like a game seven. We want that extra rest. We want game number set or we want number seven seed. So with all that in mind, you just kind of you, you almost have trained yourself to think that okay, Lakers are going to get this game. It was close. There were moments that you thought they probably won't win the game. Then there was other moments where you're like, okay, I feel good again. But the way it ended up, LeBron hitting that shot to give the Lakers a W, um, that rest might be the most important thing now. And all I'm talking about is LeBron. That's all I'm talking about is just LeBron. Um, The LeBron portion of this, as far as health goes, is the most important thing to me because there were times where I'm watching the game and I kind of sit there and say to myself, "Mike, he doesn't look, LeBron doesn't look like LeBron. Um, and maybe that's not going to come for another week or so. Maybe that doesn't come for another two weeks. Maybe they need these games to kind of slowly work LeBron back in, which is obviously not ideal. But if that is the case, if that is going to be, uh, you know, obviously what happens with the Lakers as we go through the rest of the postseason, then it is what it is. And we'll we'll obviously hope that things kind of change here um, for LeBron health-wise. Okay, let's take a couple phone calls here. Let's go to Eric, who's uh, on the 91 freeway. Eric, thank you for calling in. Yeah, thank you. Um, listen, you know, you, you, you made a great point about Alex Caruso. I'm a big fan of his. And uh, I always think that his uh, efforts are are underappreciated. Mm-hmm. And um, He's a champion, it, uh, Eric. I, I don't know how else to put You need players like that to win championships. Well, you, and, and if you recall, now look, Miami – Miami gave the Lakers a little bit of a scare last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was going, you know, what it was three games of two heading into uh, that final game, and that's when Bogle made the change and put him into the starting lineup. And it, it is not coincidental 
that they were up 31 at halftime as a result of his play. It is not coincidental that Anthony Davis woke up in the second half because Caruso was feeding him Spoon feeding him like a baby in a like by, a baby by the way. By, by the way, let me say this too, Eric, and I appreciate you calling in. Caruso does things and KCP. They do things on the defensive side, especially when you're going up against a guy like Steph Curry. Don't don't get me wrong. Steph was amazing tonight. I mean, every shot he put up is he's got a hand directly in his face. He's hitting 32 footers, but they do things that kind of that could change the 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 momentum of the game. And Caruso is one of those players that can certainly do it. Ken in Newport Beach. Ken, what's going on? You're on uh, the Pizza Lakers post game show. Oh, hi, Alan. By the way, I'm listening to your show in the mornings. It's really good. Thank you, man. Uh, so everybody was saying online, 20 points, Lakers win. Even you said 10 Oh, points. yeah. You're right. I, I said 3 to 5. And the reason I've been watching Golden State, they won 9 of the last 11. They have one of the best coaches in the NBA, and their defense was getting really good. The reason, one of the reasons this game was so close you can't script basketball like you can baseball. You can't say this guy's going to play this amount of minutes. For If you've got a guy who was deer in the headlights, who's never been in a big spot like this, was 3 for 14 and a minus 20 on the court, you can't play Schroeder 20 minutes. It's just a good thing that Caruso was a superstar or they would have lost this game. And again, you're in the headlights. He's never been in a big game like well, this, and he sure it, showed it. It's interesting, Ken, because, I mean, he's been in big games before, and I, th- I appreciate you calling in. He's been in big games. Remember last year, Oklahoma City and Houston went seven games, and, you know, he was a key piece to that, him and Chris Paul. So I don't think he's never been there before. I listened to him yesterday talk, and he kept saying that he needs the health and safety protocols when he was under the health and safety protocols. He couldn't do anything for almost two weeks so that his legs aren't under him. Maybe I'm making an excuse here, but Dennis Schroeder was not good tonight. And when you say you cannot script uh, the NBA where maybe you could script another sport like Major League Baseball or something along those lines, you're right. Everything has a feel to it. That's why I always say I'm not concerned about who starts games. I pay more attention to who ends games. So whoever started, which is Dennis Schroeder, it's not going to be – it doesn't mean Dennis Schroeder is going to close out the game – you could not justify Dennis Schroeder closing out the game tonight, right? And he didn't. You had Caruso in there. You had KCP. You had some of these other players. Um, so I don't think everything was scripted. But, man, did the Warriors find a way to um, – they found a way in this game to just make it ugly, never give the Lakers much of a rhythm, um, never go on – you know, Lakers would go on runs specifically in that second half, but the Warriors were right there, you know, Um that was the one thing that I feared. And you're right. You know, you called me out and you said you thought this wasn't going to be a game. You said Lakers by 10. 100% I did. And it, and it wasn't. It had less to do with the disrespect to the Warriors. It was more to do with how confident I am about the Lakers. You know, I had a caller call in earlier and say, oh, you're not giving them credit. I have an expectation of this Lakers team that they're going to go back to back. I could be wrong, but that's my expectation. That's how good I think the roster is. That's how that's how good I think this team is. So, uh, what do you say? You don't sound excited enough in a, you know, it's the playing game. I'm expecting the Lakers to win these games. I'm not expecting a dogfight versus the Golden State Warriors. I wasn't. But they got the win. However the hell you get it, you get it, you accept it, you appreciate it, and you kind of move on from there. Because um, if the Lakers had to come back and all of a sudden play the, um, all of a sudden had to play the Memphis Grizzlies coming up this Friday, that's a true win-or-go-home game. 
Lakers obviously weren't in that position tonight, and you did not want to see them in that position on Friday. Okay, a couple more phone calls here. Let's go to let's go to Garrett in Studio City. Garrett, thank you for calling in, bud. Hey, Alan, how's it going, man? Good, um, good, I thank wanted you. to first congratulate you on your show with Travis in the morning. It's amazing. Appreciate it, man. Um, what what Ken is leaving out is when we started that new game in the second half, and Dennis Schroeder actually hit a big three mm-hmm, and four free throws, which made it real closer. But with nine minutes left in that third quarter, we were in the bonus. And we didn't get one more chance at drawing fouls. And that's what I was really disappointed in. It shouldn't have been as close as it was. We should have exploited that because that's what playoff basketball is about. And we didn't do our job. Appreciate you calling in, man. Let me squeeze in a couple more quick phone calls here. Um, let's do uh, Todd, who is leaving the game. Todd, thank you for calling in, bud. What's going on? Hi, how are you? Good, man. What what'd you, what what do you kind of walk away from that game? Well, I just came back from the game. I'm driving back. Um, obviously, we started the game very cold, and we didn't take the lead way into the third quarter. Um, I was expecting the Lakers to actually dominate a lot more, but we somehow pulled out the victory, and I'm happy about that. I think the Lakers will go back-to-back. We'll do better in the playoffs facing the Suns. But one thing I want to allude to yeah. is what really bothered me tonight was that I found that there were there was 6,000 capacity. 6,000 mm-hmm. people were allowed in due to the COVID crisis, and it was filtered capacity, 6,000 people. And most of the crowd were Golden State Warrior fans. And I've seen that in Clipper Laker games, and I understand that. Half the crowd is split. But when I go to a Laker game, and I've been a long, long time Laker fan, back to the forum days, I'd never seen the crowd. They were loud. Boo. Yeah, there, Boo. there were there were Boo Warriors. There were and definitely Warrior fans yeah. uh, at Staples. Yeah, I, I, I would, uh, and I appreciate you calling in. We got to go to break, so I hate to cut you off. Um, yeah, it was a little surprising. There was a time I think Steph Curry was at the free throw line. You know, you could definitely hear some Warrior fans, but. Uh, a lot of transplants here in L.A., but that's not normal. You go to a game at Staples Center, that's obviously usually not the case. All right, more of your phone calls coming up next. Stay right here. Pizza Lakers Lakers game show on 710 ESPN. 103-100 Lakers over the Golden State Warriors. I'm laughing because I'm just thinking in my mind, every Laker fan is going to just get a little bit of rest here. Not even just the players and the organization is going to rest. I think every Laker fan is going to get a little bit of rest as well. Um, obviously, no game tomorrow, no game Friday, no game Saturday. Sunday at 12.30 will be the uh, first game in round one of the playoffs. Uh, They'll get the Phoenix Suns. All right, let me get a couple calls. I want to play this uh, clip from Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Um, Let me do Christian in Maryland who's listening on the app. What's going on, Christian? Thank you for tuning in. Hey, Alan. Uh, You know, love the podcast. Uh, First-time caller. Love everything that you do. I just got a few quick points that I want to run by you uh, that I thought were important for tonight. That was a LeBron uh, legacy shot. Hmm. That was one of the most clutch shots I've ever seen him hit. But the only one I can remember that's comparable was when he hit a game winner against the Bulls in the playoffs. A little floater, you know, a uh, bank shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, we're a better team with AD at the five. We can't be a, uh, afraid to hurt Drummond's feelings and not play him as much. We're just much better with AD and having uh, better spacing for him. Christian, uh, three, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm going to get to your point, but finish your last point. Go ahead. No problem. I was just saying, I thought uh, I thought Vogel did a great coaching job playing uh, Wes Matthews and Caruso a little bit more tonight. They were better defensively, and uh, we're doing a little better than Schroeder for us. 
And uh, lastly, I'm a little bit worried about uh, future matchups against like teams like the Clippers and that's jazz who are really good at hitting the three. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we're not so great at that. So looking forward, I am a little bit, worried about how we'll match up with those kinds of teams. Appreciate you tuning in. Thanks, Christian. So let let me hit on the first point that you said about, uh, or it was actually the second point. You talked about AD at the five rather than Drummond and hurting feelings. Um, We're at a stage of the season where there's no such thing as hurting feelings, right? And my expectation is that, uh, you know, for coach, whatever is in the best interest of the team to put yourself in a position to get the W, that's all that matters at this point. So if you know you have a game where Dennis Schroeder's not playing well or KCP's not playing well or Kuzma's not playing, you got to take the guy out and, and somebody else just kind of go with someone else, that's what you, just what you got to do. I thought actually early in the game I was I was looking forward to get those first substitutions in because I'm like, this the way the Lakers started those starters, I'm like, this is not a good mix right now. You just need something else. Something's got to give you some kind of energy. So um, I hope that there is none of this uh, not want to hurt feelings. And I don't think there will be because we saw Vogel last year. It just came down to what players give us the best chance to win, what matchups make the most sense, who's playing the best, and then that's what the Lakers went with. All right, let's actually take a quick uh, listen to Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. This is Coach talking about the uh, lineups in the game tonight. Yeah, um, you know, the message at halftime was, uh, well, we have to play more physical. The simple, simple way to put it. You know the the the, uh, the public way to put it. <laughs> uh, they played more physical than us in the first half. Uh, we didn't play tough enough. Um, you know they were stripping the ball from us. And when I say tough enough, tough enough uh, offensively, um, had to be better there. Um, and I think we came out in the second half and, and responded to that. Uh, the the rotational tweak was you know a playing game, you know unprecedented type of situation for us. Where, you know, in a playoff series, you have to make your adjustments at, you know, from game one to game two or game five to game six or, or whatever in between games. And, you know, we knew coming into this that uh, the adjustments were going to have to be made in game. And, um, you know, we looked at uh, our big lineups, um, you know, in the first half, uh, that was the plan. And, and the plan was to evaluate at halftime, uh, whether to run it back or to, uh, you know, to adjust and play small. And, uh, you know, Wes Matthews has performed. Um, admirably over the last couple of weeks, uh, making just big time plays, defensively, offensive rebounds, uh, hustle plays has, has really enhanced our toughness, which is what, you know, we, we talked about at halftime and, um, you know, just uh, AD struggled to get going uh, with, the, with the big lineup with Draymond out there muscling him and, and then not, not, not calling anything. So, um, you know, a combination of, of what I knew Wes would bring to, to our, our toughness and, um, you know, opening things up for AD by, by playing him at the five. All right, that's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel right there. Um, let's try Jake in Los Angeles. Jake, thank, thank you for calling in, bud. What's going on, Jake? Hey, Alan, how you doing? Thank you for taking my call. Um, it, just really kind of wanted to echo what Coach Vogel just said. The biggest thing I took away from the game was how, how much you know, more explosive the Lakers' offense looked with AD at the five and drummed off the floor. Uh, the beginning of the game just kind of seemed like it was more stagnant and guys kind of standing around, less moving, less rotation. Um, you know, I think you get Drummond off the floor, 80 slides of the five as much as he said he doesn't love to do that. I think I think it's the best move for the offense right now. Well, I, I think too, Jake, and uh, this is going to be a perfect example. Thank you for calling in. It's going to be a good example going up against the Phoenix Suns. Every team you're going to play is going to be different. The Warriors have a certain style of playing basketball. And the way they play and the way they win games is going to be completely different than the way the Phoenix Suns do. 
there'll be more size against Phoenix. I'm talking about Eaton, right? Um, that doesn't mean you're going to have Drummond in there the entire time. That doesn't mean the Lakers won't try different matchups and go small, but each matchup will kind of present something a little bit different. If you play up against the Jazz, you got Rudy Gobert. If there's certain, if you go up against Philadelphia in the finals, you got Joel Embiid. There's certain matchups where your size will be more advantageous. Warriors kind of took them out of their game. If the Lakers wanted to come into this one and win by out-muscling and just being bigger than the Golden State Warriors, that plan wasn't working. So they obviously had to adjust. Okay, a couple more quick calls here. Let's go to uh, Joe in the Inland Empire. Joe, thank you for calling in, bud. Hey, Alan, how you doing? Good, man. Thank um, you. Yeah, it was a very uh, very emotional game. Very, emo- was, very emotional. <laughs> I'm laying on my back <laughs> as we speak. I can't lie to you. Let me get up. Uh, I'm very exhausted, but um, it was a good game. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say to uh, that was probably LeBron's biggest shot as a Laker. Mm. Uh, that was huge. Um, I want to say Steph Curry is the second greatest point guard of all time, in my opinion, I would say. And uh, other than that, like uh, the other callers were saying right before me, I, I couldn't wait to say it, but Andre Drummond, he he didn't know his role today. And uh, uh, Dennis Schroeder, he was – it looked like he was, he was combating – trying to prove himself and once he went out and Wesley Matthews he was like the key X factor once he got in he brought all the defensive intensity that we needed he was the highest plus minus and and, and Mo and Mo let me let me say this about uh let me say and I appreciate or I'm sorry uh uh Joe um it's one of those things and I appreciate you calling in it's one of those things where think about Think about Wesley Matthews, why he was brought to the Lakers. It was he's a veteran, has been in the game for a long time, can kind of take a, take the role of Danny Green. It has not worked out that way. But come playoff time, Wesley Matthews might be kind of the calming force in some of these games. Caruso, we know that that's what he's going to do. KCP, we know. I'm, I'm very curious to see how some of these players perform come postseason. Montrez Harrell, Dennis Schroeder, Andre Drummond, some of these guys that the Lakers either got in the offseason – uh, by the way, you might have moments in the Phoenix Suns series where you say, no, no, we got to go to Marc Gasol. Marc Gasol is a champion. He's won a championship before. He's got a lot of experience in the playoffs. That's all kind of yet to be determined. All right, uh, final call, and I appreciate everybody. I, I wish I could get to everybody, but we just can't here. We're coming to an end to the show. Um, let's go to Greg in Pasadena. Greg, thank you for calling in, bud. Playoffs, we... Thanks for having me, brother. You got it, man. Um, first of all, I think we just need to pump our brakes, man. It's a long playoff season. Yeah, we're excited about this W. And, you know, Schroeder might have not played great. We had situations. We didn't come out hot. Well, look at last year. We lost our first playoff game to Portland. And then we stormed through the whole thing. It's going to be the same thing. We might have a little bumps and bruises along the way. But Lakers in five, bro. Let's just relax. Drink some wine like me. I'm chilling, you know? We good. There we got. We good. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for calling in. I love the uh, the Laker fans calling in to kind of calm the mood down a little bit. We probably needed that. I mean, think about the amount of emotions the roller coaster Laker fans were on uh, this evening. Um, okay, a couple things I'm going to promote here. First of all, 103-100, the final score. So the next Lakers game will be this Sunday. 
Lakers and the Suns, round one of the playoffs. All this, and we haven't even started the playoffs yet. Round one will be this uh, Sunday. Pre-game show with myself and MT will start at 11. Tip-off at 1230 uh, with John Ireland and Michael Thompson. But we got a couple days before we get to that. Um, starting tomorrow morning at 5 a.m., Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, and Travis. And then uh, it, for those who don't know, now Travis Rogers and I do the Travis and Sliwa show from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. So uh, we'll obviously continue to uh, keep this local interaction and the conversation about the Lakers. So uh, make sure to tune into that for tomorrow. Um, thank you to Jesse Lopez. Thank you to Carlo, uh, Carlo Saisu. And thank you to Rebecca Womble. We appreciate everybody being a part of the show. Thank you to everybody on our uh, on our social sites and uh, obviously all the callers. I'm Alan Sliwa. This is the Pizza Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.